Well, welcome back to DTV. Today, I'm delighted to welcome John Wegg. He is a, a digital transformation leader with success driving change for really innovative world-leading brands such as The Body Shop and Burberry. He's delivered some technology firsts, such as when he led the uh, technology elements of the Burberry's Runway to Reality, which was featured on the front page of the Times. And as over 20 years of experience leading international delivery teams, uh, including as the CIO of The Body Shop, he spent 18 months in China, 12 months in Germany. And John, we are really delighted to have you here. Thank you. Thank you very much, Avery. It's, it's an honor to be here. And thank you for that lovely introduction. So, you know, you've mentioned, uh, you know, as we were you know, talking in the past about, uh, you know, three major digital transformation trends, um, an omni-channel approach, Second, the whole notion of how do you make the, the purchase more frictionless and easy? And then, you know, third, the importance, and this is a really critical one, the importance of the human touch and still keeping that human element, you know, with consumers. So how does this really happen in a post-COVID world when human touch is a bit more complicated, shall we say, than it was a year ago? Uh, that's a great question, Avery. And I think um, a lot of retailers, uh, last year, we're very much on the journey to providing a more compelling in-store experience and to try and attract that ever-decreasing footfall uh, into their stores. Uh, and a lot of people referred to it as retail 2.0. Um, and the thinking was really about stores being places that enticed customers uh, to visit, to hang out and, and to enjoy immersive experiences. And I think this really has changed through the pandemic lockdown. Um, and there was, there was a recent publication, actually, the ERP magazine um, referred to the new normal as retail 2.5, um, where experiences are still, of course, critical to get customers um, to visit uh, stores. Um, however, it's now more about making that experience as safe as possible um, and enabling the customer to engage in many different ways. In fact, most importantly, in the way that they want to um, engage and really blurring those lines between physical and digital, because at least some element of the journey now is likely to be digital. So as, as you rightly say, I think the key elements to be successful in that is one, providing that true omnichannel experience. So however the customer wants to engage with you um, and whenever they engage with you, you can provide them the same experience, whether that is online or in store or partially one and then partially the other. Um, you have to be able to recognize them and continue that journey. Secondly, exactly as you said, a lot of to do with safety now is make it as frictionless as possible, allow them to use their own devices, not just sales associate devices, and absolutely a critical element, I think it's been recognized even more through this, this pandemic, is that human connection um, to really bring the brand to life for the customer. You know, we've, we've seen through many ways, just for example, chess, we found in chess that computers were able to, to beat humans. However, the addition of the human, the human plus computer still is the ultimate solution that can beat another computer. It's bringing the, the digital element and the physical human experience together. So I think some of the retailers that have em employed clienteling solutions to enable their sales associates to continue the connection with customers during this pandemic lockdown and to continue to provide outreach and, and stay in touch. I think those ones now are a significant advantage 
compared to other brands that are now having to rapidly catch up and try and rebuild that engagement with customers. So John, one of the things that's interesting is there's a gap between, you know, traditional bricks and mortar retailers and, and people that are excelling online has really been, ex, you know, expanding and widening for a while. And one of the things that COVID seems to have done is a, accelerate all of that. So, you know, what are your, what's your advice to, you know, traditional bricks and mortar retailers about how they can thrive in this world, which is overwhelmingly brought digital in, into the forefront? Uh, it's, a, it's a great question and, and it's clearly a you know, big struggle, still is a big struggle for many retailers uh, at the moment, not the majority of retailers. Um, and I think you know, all the, almost every retailer has been finding it extremely challenging. Think of the, the quote from a former US Defence Secretary about operating at the speed of relevance is what I think the, the ones that are staying successful. Um, and, and we think we're seeing supply chains evolving as well from being just in time to being more about just in case, uh, as, as you, you don't know almost from one minute to the next uh, what the, the changing rules and regulations are going to be. Um, and, and as you say, we've seen dramatic change in a short period of time. I think it was um, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella who, who observed two years of digital transformation in just the early stages of lockdown. Um, and then everybody seems to have chimed in with an increasing period of time. Um, and I was just reading McKinsey have published an article saying that there have been 10 years of transformation in the last 90 days. Uh, and I, I think you know, we're all witnessing that with, with uh, our personal lives as well, with relatives and family all getting onto to Zoom calls and people just becoming much more comfortable with digital as, as the normal. And now it's a really interesting balance for companies on what to invest in um, and how with limited cash availability and, and survival mode uh, being so important, but the need to, to, to address customers' requirements and as we just talked about, these new growing things of omnichannel, frictionless experience, yeah. et cetera. Um, so investments need to be really smart uh, and they need to be focused on what adds real value to customers. It kind of it brings me back to to agile and lean principles of of looking at things from a customer uh, viewpoint and, and what actually is it that adds value to them, um, and then just focusing on doing that and doing it doing it well but doing it minimally and then iterating and improving over time. One of the things that I think um, you know, you were talking about kind of iterating over time and 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 how you, you change an organization to adapt to all of this. And one of the things that um, I found noteworthy about you is how you've worked uh, with town halls to, because you know, if you're going to have both the person, both the the person and the machine working together, there's some change management required. And so often technologists work just from the focus on technology, and yet it seems like you very deliberately and consciously steered into that human element and how do you bring the people along as you're transforming retail. I'd love to hear a bit about how you think about that because uh, I mean, I think that's one of the big challenges because retail's got so many distributed associates and, and the gestalt of all those people working together was what gives the, the great customer experience. So how did you do that? Yeah, so that's a great, great question. And um, so, you know, Proposing, I'm an expert in in, in doing that, but I, but I think it's a, you know it's a really important point. 
Um, and in fact, there was a, there was another article published recently saying that the the up and coming leaders at the moment are those that are beacons of calm, uh, resilient, and adaptable um, leaders who aren't amplifying the stress of of the situation uh, that we're all finding ourselves in at the moment. Um, and the ones that are being empathetic and working with their teams and you know, strongly championing diverse talent. I think is really critical uh, through this time, and and as you say, I I personally um, believe very passionately in ongoing communications uh, to a team and, and driving through transformation. Um, I've set up uh, weekly um, town halls where I can communicate uh, to the whole team what's going on, um, and I think it's really important in those sessions to also involve leaders from the business. Uh, to involve technology leaders from from out, the outside world as well, and to come in and, and educate and, and explain and, and and just to help everybody stay aligned on the vision uh, that we're all heading to. Because all big transformations have challenging challenging moments in them as well as good moments. Um, and as long as everybody can understand how their piece of work is critical and fits into the overall bigger picture. Um, and the opportunities for people to develop new skills and so on, then, um, then I think that that's really important. So, yeah, something I, I, I used to do uh, regularly, as I said, I used to, to do it weekly in one organisation uh, and ensure I tried to do it different time zones. So do it during one time zone one week, different time zone the next week, but always recording uh, the, public, the, the, the broadcast so that people could play it back and uh, everybody could just stay aligned and also involving um, the teams as much as possible themselves as well. So they could also um, explain how their journeys uh, were through through the whole transformation. John, you know, you, earlier in the conversation, you talked about how technology can be used as an enhancer and, and help, you know, people be a better version of themselves. You know, we're seeing a lot of use of tech, you know, effectiveness at work with AI and automation you know, do you think there's really like a hard line to be drawn in retail at, you know, at what point, you know, how to, how do, you know, existing retailers use technology to make a better experience and a more effective experience for, for their customers? Mm, no, that's, that's a great question. And I think you know, technologies are, are giving us so many capabilities that, that we never had before um, in data being always available, being able to automate um, and provide you know, some kind of artificial intelligence on top of that. And because of the amount of data that exists in retail and ever increasing amount, those tools are super important and super relevant um, to retail as they are to other industries. But I think the, you know, the customer experience is, is still you know, really critical and it's how you bring that element, as you say, of the human touch um, backed up by the technology to provide the customer with more product authenticity, being able to democratize bespoke experiences that you might have with the best sales associate in the world, but how do you enable all those other sales associates to, to provide the same experience and technology is a key enabler in that. And then also to make sure the, the experience is consistent. So when the customer then contacts customer services, so they know what the sales associate said to you, again, technology can play a, a key part that wouldn't be possible without it uh, in, in that spirit. Um, so uh, I think it is that 
it's that human touch on top of the technology, which is where retail can can really differentiate itself. Um, and ultimately, the customer will always remember the human element. I mean, I think um, you know, Maya Angelou had it right when she said, people will forget uh, what you said to them, they'll forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Well, thank you, John. This has really, uh, been really insightful. I really appreciate the time you're willing to spend and share uh, your insights from uh, your experiences in retail. Um, for the broader audience, if you're passionate about digital transformation, uh, interested in coming on the show, please feel free to write an email to dtv at infostretch.com. And thank you for spending time with John and myself.